It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Brendan Wilkes. Today in the news, new technology reveals five times the number of streams in Alaska, and Alaska's growing mariculture industry gets organized. Those stories coming up next on the KHNS Local News. There could be up to five times as many streams in Alaska than previously thought. That's according to a group of scientists and programmers who have spent nearly a decade mapping the state. Lee Benda runs Terrain Works, a company that maps natural landscapes. He says many state and federal agencies rely on the National Hydrography data set, which charts known waterways. The problem with the data sets is that the mapping accuracy is fair to poor, and they lack large numbers of streams and rivers because they were drawing them from photographs and interpreting their location even under thick vegetation. So Benda's team built new maps based on cutting-edge, high-resolution digital elevation data gathered by aircraft. And that has led to some dramatic discoveries. On North Chichikov Island, west of Juneau, uh, we discovered 518% increase in the channel length of the networks in that island based on the high-resolution digital data. It was eye-opening to see all the streams that are missing on the current maps. Benda's new maps have already revealed nearly 200,000 miles of new streams across Alaska. That's enough streams to go around the world seven times. And so far, they've only mapped half of the state. Benda says all of this matters for two big reasons. Firstly, fish habitats. Well, if you're going to protect fish habitat, you have to know where the habitat is. And so with the advanced mapping and the discovery of all these what I would call missing streams, There's also missing salmon habitats that are identified as well. And secondly, natural disasters. Floodplains are also mapped at the same time, so that can show you where you're exposed to flooding. And also the small tributaries coming out of the mountains are those that carry the landslide debris and hit homes on the lower gradient ground. Terrain Works is now collaborating with the U.S. Geological Survey to improve mapping in the Yukon Territory and St. Lawrence Island. They will also be working with the U.S. Forest Service in the coming months to uncover hidden streams on the islands off Prince of Wales. From oysters to kelp farmers, mariculture industry members gather to share their experiences as part of a five-year, $49 million project to develop mariculture in Alaska. The Kenai Peninsula Economic Development District held a mariculture meetup last Wednesday at Kenai Peninsula College Kachemak Bay Campus in Homer, to connect industry members and to gather information on how to sustainably develop Alaska's mariculture industry. The meetup had multiple speakers and breakout sessions for people to learn about the challenges of the industry and to discuss potential solutions. Mary Bader, a former oyster farmer with decades of experience, provided a historical perspective for mariculture in the peninsula and highlighted its potential in the state. Commercial fishing has dominated, but we can grow stuff right in our backyards of water gardens and commercial gardens for the benefit of the whole world. The event is part of a five-year project run by four economic development districts in the state and the Alaska Mariculture Alliance. Last year, the project received $49 million Build Back Better grant to sustainably develop the state's mariculture industry. The Alaska Mariculture Alliance defines mariculture as a production of aquatic shellfish like oysters and plants like kelp but not finned animals. Alaska State Representative Sarah Vance also attended the meetup to learn more about the mariculture industry and to get feedback from attendees on a new bill related to reducing regulations for mariculture leases. 
I'm here to find out if this bill is something that will help the industry get their ideas on what it should be and um, craft the piece of legislation to help promote their industry and make the business easier for them to do what they do best, and that's farming. Kenai Peninsula Economic Development District Special Projects Manager Cassidy Cameron said the meetup identified some challenges in the industry, such as bottlenecks in testing oysters to see if they're safe to eat. The meetup, combined with continued collaboration with the Mariculture Alliance, gave the districts vital information for future actions. We're trying to make sure that we are approaching and strategizing in a really intentional way and thoughtful manner and um, acknowledge all the stakeholders uh, and partners that are involved and make sure that we can develop this industry that can go beyond the scope of the project. In a visit to Homer on Thursday, U.S. Senator Lisa Murkowski also spoke about the Keep America's Waterfronts Working Act, a bill that could open up research and growth of the mariculture industry. We're working to incorporate additional avenues to help those who are in these very entrepreneurial areas, helping with research through the programmatic funding, which I think is also going to be important, making grant opportunities available. Moving forward, the project will continue to support mariculture business owners through providing industry-specific loans, equipment recommendations, and doing market research to expand where products can be sold. That's it for the KHS Local News. I'm Brandon Wilkes. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS Haynes, Skagway, and Kluckwan at 102.3 and Translator K220BK Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.